You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Judge Bureau Investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. Why Will Trent? He's good police. And he's objectively hot. See crime. Put on Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey there, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And I am bringing the theory this time. Let's do it. Uh, We are going to be talking about another Harry Potter theory. Back to Hogwarts. There are so many we could do. An entire... We We could do like a whole year's worth of Harry Potter fan theories. Which year? Year four? We could just do the whole... The (laughs) whole podcast could just be Harry Potter fan theories. That sounds terrible. I would be okay with it. Would not. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to have a spinoff. We're going to have a sub-podcast. Yes. We would have Patreon exclusives of of us playing every single Harry Potter board game. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Spencer looks utterly miserable. Yeah. Anyway. So, to save Spencer some of his misery, Thank you. Um, the title of this theory is The Four Founders Secret Rooms by user Strawberry Brooks. So, when the four founders, Godric Gryffindor, Helga Hufflepuff, Rowena Ravenclaw, and Salazar Slytherin built Hogwarts, they were considered to be the greatest witches and wizards of the age, yet they still had vastly different core beliefs and motives when it came to magical learning and progress. Blah, blah, blah. You know that old tale. Naturally, this would have led them to each finding the need to create their own chambers deep within the castle, where they could practice their own powerful, arcane magic, all while running the school together. We know Salazar slithered around in his chamber of secrets, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was pretty exclusive to say the least. I wonder as he slid down those pipes every day, was he brooding and deadly serious or was he laughing like a little schoolgirl? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> Just prepare yourselves, listeners. There's a lot of alliteration in this theory, so it's going to be some tongue-twisting stuff. So Slytherin got one. I think it's safe to assume that the other three founders also had secret tree houses and that, <laughs> and that Godric must have, must have governed from his proud high tower in what later became the headmaster's office. Its entrance is literally guarded by a griffin door. I love it. Whose statue guard only allows the worthy to pass. Very nice. Can you think of another magically mind-boggling room at Hogwarts? It had to be Helga Hufflepuff who conjured up the room of requirement. Don't forget, she was as equally as brilliant as the rest. And pretty wicked at charms. She just cared more about helping one another, loyalty, growth, and passion. So she created a room which, if they cared enough to find it, would always fit the Seeker's needs, no matter what their background or goals were. So far, the three rooms' designs and purposes fit the personalities of the founders who created them. Which leaves us with Ravenclaw, the cleverest of the bunch. And get this, I don't think we ever discovered Rowena's reclusive room. She would have made her chambers just as challenging as Slytherin's to get into, if not more so. The entry would would be designed as a true test of magical intelligence and wit to match her own, far beyond the silly common room riddles. But we know someone's smart enough to crack it. That could have been Hermione's great arc to be the one to find it. The lost diadem could have been hidden there, and it could have been a whole thing and part of the whole saga. Ravenclaw's room couldn't be a physical, accessible part of the castle 
or else the Marauders map or Dumbledore or at least somebody would have found it. My best guess is that it has something to do with the moving staircases. She was credited with creating them in the first place, and it would still take an extremely gifted and curious witch or wizard years to study them to find any kind of pattern or direction to them, or a hint at what kind of magic guides them. Navigating the maze, as it were, could conjure the doorway to appear before you, or lead you into the hidden room where untold magics await. Maybe the vanishing step is the key. We'll never know. Or will we? (laughs) What do you think? This is the passage about the stairs from book one. There were 142 staircases at Hogwarts, wide sweeping ones, narrow rickety ones, some that led somewhere different on a Friday, some with a vanishing step halfway up that you had to remember to jump. It doesn't tell us much, but it sure sounds like the perfect recipe for a test of wit. I seriously doubt that the cleverest witch who ever lived created a staircase like that on a whim, and anyone passing her on the stairs would never suspect she was on her way to her lab. Too long didn't read? The four founders each made their own secret chambers within the castle. Slytherin built the Chamber of Secrets. Gryffindor had the headmaster's office, where the secret entrance is Gryffindor. Hufflepuff created the Room of Requirement. It helps those in need. And Ravenclaw's still remains undiscovered. So that's it. So I have a question. Yes. There's a vanishing step that you have to remember to jump, but you didn't. You would die. I think you would just fall and get hurt. Yeah. Get your bones have to go to the, Yeah, have to go to Madame Pomfrey. Yep. I still have that get image some, Drink some Skelligro. Daniel Gosh. Radcliffe's arm flopping around. That's the disgusting. The rubber arm yeah. is... It, I think what's worse is the sound effects they put over yep. it. Uh, it sounds like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, what are you guys' initial thoughts? The first thing that came into my mind was, why would a Gryffindor find Ravenclaw's room? Yeah. What do you mean I by mean, that? I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be a member of the house that finds the room. I just feel like if the room is meant to reflect the founder's ideals and principles, I would feel like the kind of people who are meant to find it would share those well, ideals and principles. Maybe yeah. Hermione should have been a Ravenclaw. Well, that's what well, I was going to say. She argument. was... She, it's hinted that she was supposed to be Ravenclaw. We actually had a theory about this. If listeners, you want to go back and listen to one of our previous episodes where we talk about how people can be fit into different houses. Yeah. Can, can be put into multiple houses instead of just one singular one. But out of the Gryffindors that are the main characters, Hermione is the most Ravenclaw of them all. Mm -hmm. I would say, um, so I would, I would have been okay with her finding it. I don't think I would have been okay if Harry or Ron or, or anybody else had really found it. But but you had Harry and Ron and Hermione find the Slytherin in Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, but I mean. Well, and you know, if I'm, am I correct? Didn't Luna find or tell them about Rowena's, um, not the diadem, but the, I feel like that she told them about something that belonged to Rowena. She told them about the Grey Lady, which was the ghost of... Rowena's, I want daughter. to say daughter that that roamed the halls or whatever. Yes, which, which Who was she's in the love one with the bloody Baron. Yeah, and and she's the one that tells Harry where the diadem is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, though, I do like the idea of what Opia said of it would be a logic puzzle of mm-hmm. having to study the patterns of the stairs yeah. to find when they ended at this very odd place, and that's actually where her. Yeah. In room is. I that's think that's fun. brilliant. And I also think that in regards to their comment on it would be on the Marauders map, I think that she would have been like Rowena would have been clever enough to put a charm on 
this this place the to where it's unfindable. The room of requirement has a charm yeah. on it that's unfindable too. I yeah. thought. Well, I I think the room does show up on the Marauders map whenever it's appearing for for somebody. Right. But other than that, it does not show up. Right. So, when it's occupied. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I have a question. Yes. They have linked all of these rooms. Is this part of the theory that they're saying that these rooms that do exist are actually secret rooms created by these founders, or they just happen to exist and they're just making this connection? So we know the Chamber of Secrets is Salazar Slithers. Right. Yes, that's the that's the only absolutely confirmed okay. one. But they're taking that and applying it to these other rooms, which it makes sense that they could have originally had that purpose. Right. And then over time, they were adapted for the other purposes that they have now. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Thanks for clarifying, for clarifying yeah. that for me. Yeah, so I like this. I think that, I mean, it would make sense, you know, because like OP said, each of the different founders had such varying viewpoints on magic and its application. And yes. it would make sense, like knowing the mindsets of wizards and stuff and, and magical people who, who use, utilize magic in any any fantasy thing, they are very particular about like, this is the way it needs to be done and stuff like that. So I think that their egos alone would cause them to mm-hmm. want to have their own like special lab space where they can practice their own experiments and, and magical things and, and stuff like that. So yeah. I think there's a lot of meat behind this theory. Yeah. I'm going to read some of these comments before we carry on and then we can wrap this thing up. That so, sounds good. Hockey Dude Casey says, What if Ravenclaw had the room of requirement and Hufflepuff had the kitchens? In response to that, OP says, I had thought that as well, but what favors Hufflepuff creating the room is that anyone could use it for any purpose and that the requirement to getting in is just really desperately needing help. I think that if it was Ravenclaw's, she would have made sure only the intelligent ones could get in and that it wouldn't be used in ignorance or for mundane things or for evil intentions. But I like the idea of the kitchens. Hufflepuff's common room was right next door, and the house elves do seem to have the best relationship with the Hufflepuff students. The kitchens are secret? No. The Hufflepuff common room is next to the kitchens. Yeah. I think because, I mean, like, the headmaster's office isn't a secret. It's not that they all have to be a secret. It's just that the castle... Was it built with the intention of it being a school, but it didn't start out big enough for all the rooms to be used for right. classrooms? So they had their own rooms, and then the, the student body just expanded so much that they took up every room and therefore had to repurpose the founder's rooms for other things. And yes. so that's what they're saying is maybe Helga Hufflepuff's room is what got repurposed into the kitchen. That's gotcha. what Hockey Dude was saying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a good point, but I think OP's response negates that comment, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, I think they make a good point. So They voted um, that very well. My Amelia says, I like your theory about the headmaster's office being Gryffindor. Not only does it make sense, but I like the contrast with Gryffindor's room being at the top of the castle and Slytherin's being underneath it. Thematically, it fits pretty well. Yeah, it that's does. A good point. Yeah. yeah, it really does. And then having the Ravenclaw one being so hard to find and difficult, like having. Mm -hmm. And then the Hufflepuff one is just for anyone who needs it. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense perfectly with the theme of each house. Definitely. That's that's a great point. Piggy the Pug says, I feel like the Hogwarts houses in these rooms all complement each other. Chamber of Secrets is the lowest point of the castle. The headmaster's office is high up in a tower. The room of requirement helps anyone in need and is a big secret inside the castle. So the Ravenclaw room must be either extremely hard to get into or a big secret outside the castle. Maybe oh. the Forbidden Forest. 
there could be a link between the Albanian forest and the Forbidden Forest. Just throwing darts now. That is throwing darts. Yeah, that one's a little bit too far-fetched for me. I, can, um, I do like that idea, though, because, I mean, there are tunnels that go from outside of the castle in. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 she, and then there's the tunnel under the uh, Whomping Willow. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, there could be others. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, I won't, I won't completely write that one off. Yeah. Uh, so, the last comment is from Alex David 1605 J.K. Rowling mentioned that the plumbing in the castle was introduced long after the founders died. The entrance at the time might have looked something different. It was one of the Gaunts who came to the school and hid it behind the girls' lavatories sometime during the 1800s. Are, are they talking about the the Chamber of Secrets entrance yes. that got hidden? I, yes. I guess. Behind the girls' lavatory? Yes. They weren't very clear in their comment. Right. I w- but I think that's all I can think of. Yes. Yeah. The castle's. Or the entrance at the time. I think that's what they mean. The entrance to the Chamber of Secrets. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. But if it was called the Chamber of Secrets, I think it was still pretty much. Even though they wouldn't have indoor plumbing, they would still have like a latrine or something. Oh, okay. Exactly. Here's why why this is confusing. It's because that was in response to, I, I thought I put the quote in there, but apparently I didn't. This, he quoted part of the theory before he responded with that. Which was we know Salazar Slytherin slithered around his chamber of secrets, which was pretty exclusive to say. Um, I wonder if you slowed down, if you slow down all those pipes every day, was he brooding uneasily? So basically, they're saying him slithering around these pipes in their theory couldn't be been impossible because they didn't exist back then. Gotcha. So it doesn't really. Well, I mean, modern plumbing wouldn't. Well, but, but it, it doesn't I mean, matter. there would there could still be pipes. I yeah. mean, I've seen pictures of ancient castles that they built like a a seat for you to mm-hmm. sit on that was up against the wall yep and like there was nothing underneath it so your waist just fell out of the side of the wall you were just up on a higher level like yep. i mean and it totally could have been like that yeah okay well which is a great image yeah. to leave our guests on for <laughs> <Yeah>. a break <laughs> on, on that note i think it's i think it's about time for us to rate this theory but Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back faster than you can say Salazar Slytherin slithered in his chamber of secrets laughing like a silly schoolgirl. Monsters are as old as humanity itself. Monsters embody our fears. Yet, they help us define the boundaries of what it means to be human. We know most monsters aren't real. Yet we can use monsters to learn about reality, psychology, biology, folklore, literature, critical thinking. We're on a journey to learn about the world through the lens of monsters. And we hope you'll come along with us. Subscribe at monstertalk.org. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Where legends are made. For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy and triumph. That when sewn together, form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood. Available now, wherever you get podcasts. 
laughing like a silly schoolgirl. Wow, you were right, Michael. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I have a gift for timing word phrases with podcast ad breaks. It was just something I was born with. Kind of like how you were born with the gift of coming up with clever rating scales and explaining them clearly? Exactly. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. All right. So who's going to rate first? I will. Okay. Okay. I like this. This is interesting. This is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the knowledge that I have about Harry Potter, it's much easier, I believe, for me to accept it. And so I'm going to say that this is genius. I like this theory, and um, I truly believe that it's possible. It's plausible mm-hmm. in a genius way for each founder to have their secret room. I mean, if I were going to have found a castle, I would want my own secret room. Oh, yeah. And I would make it reflect me, just like this corner behind me is all... Me? And so, yeah, it's genius. Yeah. Laura? I agree. Yeah. This is this is genius. I think it's very easy for us when it comes to reading books or watching movies that are a series. We tend to think that, all right, we've discovered everything. We've solved every mystery. We, we found it all. But, I mean, if even though this castle has been around for so long and Harry was just now discovering some things, mm-hmm. why can't we believe that there are still things that Harry left without ever discovering? Why can't it be his grandchildren or his great grandchildren who are finding things like Rowena Ravenclaw's room? It can yeah. be. So yeah. I definitely agree. I think OP did a great job with this theory. Uh, so I will say this is genius. Yeah, there's no way I'm giving this anything other than genius. Mm -hmm. It's just, this is probably one of my absolute favorite theories that we've done on this podcast since the beginning. I love stuff like this. And Spencer, like you were saying, I I love the idea of having secret passageways to secret rooms and stuff like that. And someday, whenever I have my own house, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some built in. I totally am too. Because that that would be so much fun to move a book a certain way on a, on a bookshelf in my library and have it open the door into a private little theater for watching movies and stuff. Just, I, I love this concept. And, and like you said, Lara, OP really does a great job of laying out the details and explaining why it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And just everything about this, I feel is, is genius. So that's what I'm sticking with. Great. Well, uh, sounds like it's about time to bring this episode to a close, but before we do, Guys, you know, normally I I come with some kind of fascinating detail I found throughout the week. I forgot to put something here for this episode. So we get to go without one? No. I just happened to find another one. Why did you get our hopes up? I just looked over at Reddit just while y'all were saying your last sentence. I found something very interesting, and it's perfect because Halloween's coming up. We have a special thing planned for the month of October. We're going to do Freaky Fridays, where every episode on Friday is going to be about a Halloween or spooky or scary or horror movie and then we'll or have I, an some awesome kind of horror IP. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have some awesome culmination of Halloween on October 31st, where we do this epic large fan theory about a surprise. But to get everyone in the mood, I thought I would share this just to get it to flipped off to my head when I saw it. I don't know if that's the right phrase. But this <laughs> is by Reddit user Fuzzy Dice. Have y'all seen Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Okay, but you probably know the gist. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I didn't realize this, that it's kind of a double meaning on the idea of the movie. In A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, Freddy Krueger kills young people who have dreams. This is also known as capitalism. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and speaking oh, of that, please join our Patreon. <laughs> yes. So no one gets any ideas. I have no problem with capitalism. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are. Our society runs on that. So we are young people with dreams yes, too. Yes, yes, so please yes. join our Patreon. <laughs> yes, we have big, big dreams. Yes. Right. So with that, this has been Fan Theory Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we ask, in the best TV show ever made, Batman the Animated Series, why does the Gotham Police Department have so much trouble controlling crime in the city? Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. I don't understand what that is supposed to mean. It's not supposed to mean anything. <laughs> it's supposed to be a stupid thing. <laughs> and that is now the tag of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm you. so confused. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West, Art Smart, and Attaboy, Clarence!